Welcome to the Nick Fong Podcast. As the broker and owner of Ronaval Real Estate, Nick has spent nearly 20 years in Baja, California, sir. And in this podcast, he'll be talking everything Baja, from food and culture to real estate and property management. And now, here's your host, Nick Fong. All right, welcome back to the Nick Fong Podcast, and today I have a special guest, Colleen Carroll, a pro kiteboarder extraordinaire that knows the Baja. She's going to talk about her professional kiteboarding experience, oh, and by the way, she's also a new real estate agent, and so we're going to get to know who Colleen Carroll is, what is kiteboarding, and what she knows about the Baja. So, Colleen, Welcome. Thank you, Nick. I'm really excited to chat with you today. Me too. So let's dive into it. Colleen, where are you located? So I currently live in Hood River, Oregon in the United States, um, but I am originally from the Seattle, Washington area. Um, and so I kind of call Hood River my home stomping ground, um, but I do tend to get around and travel a bit. Let's talk about that. So with you as a professional kiteboarder, what does that exactly mean? So over the last 10 or so years, um, I have um, built up my professional kiteboarding career. Um, I have been sponsored by Duotone Kiteboarding, has been my main there um, amongst others over the years. And I have traveled for competitions, um, for photo shoots, for video shoots. Um, I've, I've put on women's kiteboarding retreats. Um, I've done other kiteboarding clinics. And yeah, so it's a, a pretty cool, pretty cool career I've been able to put together. <laughs> and when you're a professional kiteboarder, you have sponsors, you do competitions, and you do a lot of traveling. How long have you been doing that? So I, let's see, really first started competing was probably about 10 years ago. Um, and it was, you know, a lot of training, a lot of traveling, uh, a lot of competitions. And then I started getting some good sponsors, um, a couple of years after doing some of my first competitions and having some good results. Um, and so, yeah, it really, um, kind of snowballed from there. I have, um, over the last couple of years, I have not been competing quite as much. Um, COVID and the pandemic canceled all of our all of our events, and I was already kind of starting to get to the point where um, I was ready to diversify a little bit. And I um, haven't been doing any competitions the last year and a half, and I don't know if I'll do too many more in my career. Um, but that's kind of where real estate started to come in. And, uh, so now I'm kind of doing both, um, as far as, so you just got into real estate and how many years have you though been doing kiteboarding? When did you first start? I first tried it when I was in high school. So I was from the Seattle area. It's about four hours from Hood River, from the Columbia River Gorge. And the Columbia River Gorge has been the mecca for windsurfing in the United States since the early 80s. And so it was a natural place for kiteboarding to kind of take off early on. And we saw this when I was pretty young 
And so I tried it in maybe er like early 2000s. Uh, I don't even remember the exact date, uh, but I didn't really take to it at that point. It was kind of crazy. It was kind of scary. The gear was dangerous. All these things that you might've heard about kiteboarding, um, they were very true in the early 2000s. Uh, but I didn't really quite take to it then. It was interesting, but it wasn't quite for me. I was still in school then. So I finished from university. I graduated from university up in Northwest, Was Northwest Washington. And I met some friends who were into it at my college. And I kind of gravitated towards it because I'd already tried it, you know, many years prior. And at that time, I just thought it was the coolest thing ever. The gear was better. Um, I used my, my crossover skills from snowboarding and wakeboarding. So it was pretty easy for me to learn. Um, and from there, it all kind of snowballed for me. So that was probably like 2008, 2009, um, when I really started thinking kiteboarding was something really, really cool. And I wanted to be a part of it. And then, um, I mean, from there, it was kind of one thing after the next kiteboarding instruction, working at a kite shop, moving to Hood River, it all kind of snowballed, I guess you could say. So now you maybe the past year or so you got into real estate. How has that crossover worked? Like your kiteboarding experience, maybe some of the disciplines and getting into real estate. So I, in a way they have absolutely nothing to do with each other. And in another way, I'm finding all these crossovers that are really cool. Um, so I actually, got licensed the end of last summer um, and kind of hit the ground running. And really quickly, I realized a lot of my clients are kiteboarders and people I know through kiteboarding, either my connections um, in Seattle from living up there um, or just being in Hood River, around Hood River, because it really is a destination here for outdoor recreation and for kiteboarding. And so it's so cool when I get these people that I've known in this other world, in this kiteboarding world, say, hey, I'm looking for a second home in Hood River forever. You know, I want to work with you. Or I've always dreamed of that. I just haven't put the pieces together to figure it out. Or I finally, my job allows me to relocate and I'm going to make my dream come true and move here. And so um, I was really excited to find out that I have a lot of people in my network who want this and they want to work with me to do this. So it's, um, the more I get into it, the more crossovers I've actually, I've actually found. Hey, thanks for being a part of the Nick Fong podcast. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast to get the latest updates. And if you're watching this on our social channels, please like and share. And if you want to be featured or you want me to talk on a certain topic, food, activities, culture, real estate in the Baja, Drop a comment. So you have a sphere of influence in your kiteboarding professional career that has crossed over into your real estate career. That's your, that's your tribe, right? The people that you, you can, you can relate to them. And in Fort Hood, it's, you know, kiteboarding is popular and and I wanted to transition to the Baja because you've actually been down to the Baja and more specifically La Ventana, correct? Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So I 
can't remember exactly when I first came to Baja. I was trying to rack my brain. I think it's probably somewhere around 2010. Mm -hmm. And I visited for a kiteboarding contest, actually a couple of them. I was kind of giving my all into kiteboarding at that stage. And I had a friend who said, hey, I'm going to drive down to Baja. Come with me. There's some cool things going on there. And I went, okay, cool. So I hop in this van and several days later, um, we roll into Sleepy La Ventana. Um, and I actually did a kiteboarding event in La Ventana. And <laughs> sorry, Joey, no. Sorry about that. Um, in La Ventana and also in Los Barriles and had really good luck. Um, I did really well. It kind of served as a launching pad for me um, in my, you know, my kiteboarding career in that stage. And it was, um, yeah, it was, it was in general a really great experience because I got to see, sorry. Hey, distractions, you're probably working from home and people coming in, dogs, dogs barking, no problem. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> um, no, but that first experience in Baja was, um, it was it was a really big deal for me. Um, I got to see this amazing place that, you know, the, the kiteboarding conditions were awesome, the food was awesome, the people were awesome. You know, it was just kind of this different world that I had um experienced before and since then i went down uh every every year until last year so at least once i would i would go down to la ventana and los Barriles. um sometimes do a competition sometimes um just go down for a trip and yeah it definitely the baja has a special place in my heart awesome and in your professional kiteboarding career you've traveled to many different places what are those places that you've travel to for competitions or sponsorship requirements? Uh, yeah, I have been, I mean, I've been super lucky to have traveled all around the globe, um, parts of Africa, South America, Central America, you know, Caribbean, Europe. Um, I've, I've been to a lot of places. It's really cool. And of the 10 years that you've been coming to the Baja, um, what have you seen in terms of changes over the last decade, both from the kiteboarding exposure and just now you being a real estate agent from a real estate perspective? Yeah, I mean, there's been a lot of changes. I, gosh, to think back to the first time I was there, I mean, there was some cool places and um, you know, some condo. Actually, no, there's no condos at that point when I was in Bobantana. Um, but you know, some cool kind of second homes and, um, beachfront properties and stuff, but it's, it's different now. It's definitely different. Luckily, I feel like the charm is still there. It's still, you know, these, these, these smaller towns that I kind of spend most of my time in, they're still very, very charming. It still feels like you're, you know, kind of removed from these major tourist attractions. Um, but you can go eat at an awesome restaurant and you can stay somewhere with a great pool overlooking, you know, overlooking Soraldo Island. And, um, you have tons of kite, like there's hundreds of kites on the water now when you, you know, when you go down on a windy day in peak season and you look 
you look north, it's amazing how many people are on the water. Um, but the special thing is that it won't ever get that crowded feeling because there is so much space. Um, and yeah. it's, it's changed a lot, but it still has managed to retain that kind of magical charm that I feel like I saw when I first went there. Yeah, we were, me and the video team were there a few months back with a mutual friend, Christian, because specifically in La Ventana, we have a condo project called Calypso. And there were probably like 400 kiteboarders out on the beach, like spanning, like miles of beach and i hadn't seen anything like that ever before and i thought it was just a, a random kind of one-off thing but then i went a couple months later and it was the same thing and it is just become a real popular place for kite orders and also from what i found out mountain biking also just a lot of different extreme sports outdoor sports and activities um, and you know, it's what makes the place special that I was brought here over a decade ago myself also. And so, um, although I haven't kiteboarded before, um, you did mention that you do clinics and are those clinics geared towards the new kiteboarder or the experienced kiteboarder? What is that all about? Yeah. So when I do clinics, we're doing them more towards, um, they're more progression, and empowerment clinics. Um, so they are more towards experienced kiteboarders um, who want to further their further their skills. So they can already kiteboard. Um, we're not doing intro lessons because that's really that really needs to be one on one with proper tools and everything. And so uh, the clinics that we do are more of a um, getting somebody from an intermediate level to an advanced level or working on specific skills. Um, or areas they want to um, kind of fill in that they feel they didn't quite master um, early on in their progression. So, so how's the kiteboarding season right now? We're recording in June in Fort Hood. Is it is it all year round by you? No. So the kiteboarding season in Baja really starts kind of around November, um, and November can be an awesome month because the water's so warm wind starts blowing and then it blows strong all the way to like March kind of time. Um, March, it can start to a little bit lighter. You're still going to get a lot of days on the water, um, but it's not going to be windy every day. Um, you know, and into April, you'll still have some windy days. Water gets really warm again, kind of in March, April. Um, but that's kind of when the season starts to, starts to peter off. Um, but yeah, it's, I mean, through the winter months, it is a really great place to visit, especially being from the Northwest. Uh, and that's kind of why I think it came on my radar in the first place is because it's a direct flight, you know, you hop on a flight and a couple yeah. hours later, you're in Baja from, you know, Seattle, Portland, several different places in California. And so I think, you know, naturally a lot of my circles that I started finding out, everyone's like, yeah. Peace out, you know, winters in the Northwest. I'm, go I'm going to Baja. I'll see you later. I'm going to mountain bike in the morning and kite every afternoon and, um, you know, kind of live that, live that Baja lifestyle. Well, that's awesome. And any trips planned in the near future for you down in the Baja, La Ventana? November, November. Awesome. Yeah, definitely. So it, uh, that's really when our weather up here starts to kind of drift 
grizzly and cold and um, I definitely like to get down there and just see the sunshine and get on the water and um, so yeah I'll, I'll definitely try to spend as much of my November as I can <laughs> in Baja. Well, and that's perfect that's a perfect marriage of your back home kiteboarding during the warm months you know the better months and then when it's not so nice you come down to the Baja and you continue to have that great weather and great kiteboarding uh, conditions that you mentioned. Um, Colleen, I don't want to take much more of your time, but I really appreciate all of the information about kiteboarding, about who you are, and as you get started in and continue your real estate career, maybe there's a future with you selling real estate here in the Baja. But if anyone wants to connect with you, how would they be able to connect with you? Well, they can connect with me on Instagram. Okay. I am Colleen J. Carroll, at Colleen J. Carroll. Um, they can connect with me on Facebook. <laughs> yes. We'll put that all on all of our channels and make sure that everyone has your contact information. And for all of you that um, want to uh, get more information on Colleen, make sure to contact us or contact Colleen directly. Make sure to subscribe to our podcast channel and also subscribe to us on social. And until the next one, bye for now. Great. Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Nick Fong Podcast. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast and the YouTube channel at youtube.com slash Ronaval Real Estate. And follow Nick on Instagram at NickFong underscore Ronaval. Ready to find your Baja dream home? Check out the latest property listings at ronaval.com or findmexicohouses.com. Hasta luego.